Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about pop culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm the attorney, Brooke Brigham. So we are back covering Sister Wives. We are now in season two. We today are going to be covering episodes six and nine. And you're like, wait, we're seven and eight. What happened? <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Um, So we actually covered season two, episodes seven and eight, way back, um, way back last year around the holidays. It was a holiday bonus. I think, I think this is when we were naming or numbering our episodes. I don't know. Are we still doing that? Yeah. It was episode 16. So it was episode 16, a brown, we called it a brown family Christmas. And we covered um, seven and eight there. That was when... The Browns had to uh, announce to their kids. They went up to the cabin. They visited a tree farm. They got a tree. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, had to take the tree. They had a laborious oh, <laughs> tread. Oh, <laughs> took like all day into the night yeah. to get everyone up to this. I mean, that was it. That was cabin a in the snow. Yeah, but yeah, it was their last. They told the older kids that they were moving. So the so the teenagers were livid. Yeah, they were of not, course, except for Logan, having who, a good who, time. Of course took it in stride yeah and had to do his parenting duties so you know he didn't have time to yeah he didn't have time, to, <laughs> he didn't have time feeling to feel sorry for himself, for himself. <laughs> but it was kind of it was kind of their last hurrah you know yes, they wanted yes. to have a nice christmas because guess what <laughs> when we get home we're gonna, your world is gonna be crushed so <laughs> but before any of that happens, you know, <laughs> this is called a polygamous party. Um, so the Browns are throwing a dinner party for their non-polygamous friends. So since they've been out in public, that they now can talk freely with their friends about their faith. But before that, before <laughs> that, they can have that nice dinner. Mary has an appointment. <laughs> Mary, Mary needs a colonoscopy. Well, but first they have to have this appointment. And I, I have a theory where... And I actually did some, I actually rewound the entire episode because, and I'm going to share this now. Okay. Did you notice there were three shots 
of them going to the doctors each time snowing dark lexus tan jacket (laughs) and i'm thinking to myself did they just tell cody and mary you know what we don't have a lot of money for this. Just just pull in there three times. Right. And then we'll just we're just gonna pretend. Because yeah. I'm thinking to myself, first they have an appointment. I'm thinking, I thought this was the colonoscopy. Because of course you like have it's it. dark in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm thinking, this is just a regular appointment. Like, what time is this yeah. appointment? Like, what time is this doctor starting? This is just a regular, like, what's going on with you? Hi, nice to meet you appointment. And then they she has the Spoiler alert, she has the colonoscopy. And then there's another one where she has her she has her results. And they say Happy New Year. So now we're moving ahead in time, right? Well, that's All a good catch. Mor- yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I bet you anything, you know, they 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 said to this doctor, you know, we want to film all this. And mm-hmm. the doctor's probably like, I don't have time for that. And I can't yeah. have a film crew in here when my patients are in yes, here. Yes, that too. And I bet so, you yeah. Privacy, so they HIPAA said, laws. exactly. They said, well, we'll do it after hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they did it all at once, made it look to get more content. And yeah. And it was like six o'clock at night. Oh, maybe it was at night. Yeah. Because it was wintertime. Yeah. So, yeah, they had to have done it. I mean, maybe it was three separate days because obviously they had to give results. But I do believe they had to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that was my little detective work. Yeah. (laughs) For this episode. So, so, you know, it's very sadly, Mary's sister died at 31. That is insane. From colon cancer. I've heard this story about her sister many times. I think I just assume that maybe she was in her 40s. 31. She had four Four. kids. The youngest was 11 months old. God. How insane. Yeah, she was, she, she was dead within a year of yeah, getting 11 months di- um, oh no no that's right i'm sorry her youngest was four years old she died she died 11 within months. 11 months yeah oh my god and this is one of those situations where it does help to have another sister wife yes <laughs> because it is. you know there was someone there to um take care of her kids but that was very very sad mm-hmm. but that was six years ago and yes, mary, mary has put it off because mm-hmm. she was told all her siblings were told because this mm-hmm. is very rare yes um all told to go get a colonoscopy and they all did it except for mary yes so, and you know what happened and all the siblings had polyps yeah and we learned because i learned a lot about about colon cancer in this episode we learned that apparently hold on that polyps that you not all polyps lead to cancer but that polyps that if you leave polyps there it will right lead to cancer. eventually that you have to get the polyps out right if you have polyps there you've got to get them out and see if they're cancerous and if you don't get them out it could lead to cancer so just yeah. leaving them there you're you're basically gambling which is what mary has been doing these right. last six years right but i also had another thought you know how the Browns basically lived in poverty before they got this show. Mm-hmm. I bet you she didn't have medical insurance. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. because there's lots of tales of you know them getting stuck with these big medical bills for children. Yeah, when you know because they have no medical insurance, so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But I, I'm sure she was also probably scared. Yeah. But I'm just here to say, you know, public service announcement. I've had a colonoscopy. It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah. Get a colonoscopy because I had polyps. Mm. I had like nine of them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And um, you know, there's no colon cancer in our family that I'm aware of. Um, so just go and do it. Get I heard it they done. give you really. I, I'm probably going to have to get one done soon. 
I heard they give you really good drugs. The drugs are amazing. Mm. What do you get? Fentanyl? I don't know if it's fentanyl or propofol. Oh, yeah. Is it that Michael Jackson it put you out? It is the best Ooh, sleep. That's, that is good stuff. It is so... It, it's... You, you don't know anything's happening to you. You're mm-hmm. completely out of it. You don't feel anything. You wake up. You you feel just wonderful. And then you go home and you take like a really long nap. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up, you can, you know, go to McDonald's or whatever, you know, because you'll yeah. be hungry. Yes. <laughs> so you, have, you basically can't eat for an entire day before. Mm-hmm. So do it. It's great. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, so of course, we get a lot of lectures from Robin in this episode, a lot of them, I which know. I'm a really sick of. I'm starting to notice that more and more yes. in rewatching this. She oh, just yes. lectures everybody constantly. And I think, is it this, in this episode or the other one we watched, where there's a few moments where I think are really, I think it was this one, which I think are really interesting with Robin that yeah. I'll talk about, but... Robin says it's an unspoken rule that other wives would raise the kids if they lost a sister wife. So, (sighs) but again, I also want to say that, like, it's also in families, you know, if a sibling, you know, people step in and take care of parents, take care of, you know, it's it's like, yeah, this works in other families, too, you know? Yeah, well, and also she said when she was talking about that, she said that her situation is different because mm-hmm. her kids have a different biological father. And then Christine, you know, the one who was never nice to Robin, yeah. jumps in and she says, that's awful. I would fight for them. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this has something to do with why uh cody wanted to adopt them and terminate the other father's parental rights what do you mean that this this cancer scare no this this concept that if something happened to robin legally the kids might have to go back to their father yeah wasn't that wasn't that always the reason i no well no the reason they gave was that it had to be done in order to adopt them, which is true. I don't know. I, I just, I, they never really gave, I thought, a really clear answer about why, why was it, so, they're already in this family living with the family. Mm-hmm. Why is it necessary to terminate the parental rights of this man who the kids still have a relationship with? Mm-hmm. They still go and visit him. Like, why is that necessary? I always thought it was kind of, shitty that yeah that that happened but i i think this has something to do with it they're afraid that you know if something happened to robin then they would lose custody you know they don't you know they Mm -hmm. never had custody but yeah the custody would go to the father yeah and yeah and and i mean i guess and then what then it sounds like they don't have a relationship with the father, so the father would then just take the kids away. I mean, I don't know. People usually, you try to have good relationships with everybody so that everybody can kind of get along so that if something like Robin passing away does happen, right. that you can all be in each other's lives and make it work. Well, Robin has never had nice things to say about this guy. She said yeah. it was a, she always says it was a horrible marriage and a horrible divorce and everything was bad. So I don't think she did trust him to do the right thing mm. and um but but the kids literally like right after that adoption the kids went to their dad's house in montana for yeah. like a month no there's so much more to this so stuff much more that we to don't it. even know yeah. what's going on it's like hard to 
Yeah. It's hard to know. It'll come out someday. But Mary says that she's been working with a cancer research organization. I'm like, huh? Okay. And then we meet her gastroenterologist named Dr. Uma Karnan. Oh, I thought it was Dr. Carmen. K-A-R-N-A-M. Yeah, his first name is Uma. He was very... He was very nice. And of course, you know what he does? He recommends a colonoscopy. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. And then this is my favorite line of the episode. Mary says, even though I have this colonoscopy scheduled, we still have this dinner party to do. (laughs) It's like, oh, thank God you're still. Gosh, Mary. Wow. You're such a hero. I don't know how you're going to get it all done. A dinner party and a colonoscopy? (laughs) All in the same week? Are you crazy? (laughs) Are you insane? Whoa, whoa. Jeez. And what? At this point, you're not even working? <laughs> and you have what? How do, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know how she does it. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> that woman. Nope. Nobody knows. No one appreciates. Yes. Yes. Dinner party and, and you know, the best rest of her life. <laughs> right. God. I would kill for a colonoscopy oh nap yes, right now. <laughs> it's the best nap you will ever have in your entire life. Oh, my God. You know, I had to get this procedure done and they gave me some of those drugs, too. And I was like naked on this table. And because I was going to be somewhat awake, they had to like strap my arms down. And, oh I, and I started to feel anxious like because yeah. they strap your arms down and you're, you're starting to like cold table naked strapped down but then all of a sudden that like fentanyl started going through kicked in and then i was like oh i don't fucking care i don't care if you guys shoot a porno (laughs) right now (laughs) just give me a cut (laughs) it was just like i don't care i don't care if this guy next to me whips it out (laughs) i don't care what you people do to me just keep this coming And, and I've worked with oh addicts before, and it's like, no, I know why people get addicted. Oh, absolutely. So, so clearly, and why you do the things that you do with yeah. addiction. Please do not shame anyone who does something for an addiction, because it no. is so fucking good. Because truly, everything goes away. Yeah. You're just like, I don't care you about You don't care anything. about any of your you problems know, And all anymore. of your... But any any anxiety that I had, like my... my uh, it was like up at a 10, and it became a zero. I was just like, well, I don't care now. Oh, God, that, that procedure's so... I said, but I said to them as they were strapping me in, I said to them, I said, are the drugs coming soon? And they all, and they all laughed. Like I'm a comedian and I'm like, I'm, I'm really serious. Like I'm really serious right now. This is no joke. And they're like, no, 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 it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And I'm like, but I kind of feel like, give me the drugs first. Right. Then strap me in. Then I'll be right. real. Then you'll like, be real the cooperative. Yeah. Is this part of the porn? Is this the strapping porn? Great. <laughs> so anyway we gotta get back to this riveting dinner party that they threw so each, oh i mean this dinner party was so it was so it was like they went to them and said 
the Browns. What have you got going on? You guys are trying to move, but what else have you got going on? And Mary's like, I got a colonoscopy. Oh my and gosh. We, and they're like, well, can you throw a dinner party or something? Well, did we talk? We didn't talk about the actual colonoscopy. No. Okay, wait. So Is each, that out of no. order? Or <laughs> no, what? no, no. So each person, basically, they say, like, each person has invited people. Oh, this is where they're talking about. Yeah, okay. about the colon, about the colon, about oh, the dinner party. Okay. Each person decides that they're going to invite someone from various parts of their lives for a friendship appreciation dinner. And then we hear this. Have they talked about these stories? Because this is the part that's hard to keep straight because we've read the book and we've watched the show and all that where Christine talks about how her grandpa was put into jail and Robin said that she didn't tell people. They didn't like to tell people. They had to keep all of this um, to themselves, they've had to, you know, they're just fear of being rejected mm-hmm. for their lifestyle. And then Cody says, people don't <clears throat> like what they don't understand. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Cody, the poor, he's just so, you know, persecuted. So, he thinks yes. he's like Jesus or yes, something. Yes, he is. Um, oh, and this is what I was talking about. Okay. So Mary, Robin, and Christine, they're all sitting around. I think they're at Robin's house and they're planning the party. And Cody's on the phone and they're talking and they're chit-chatting and they're talking. And so he says, okay, great. So, and he says, okay, I love you. And then Robin says, I love you back. And then Mary and Christine don't say, I love you back. Mm-hmm. And then they hang up and Robin goes to both of them. Did you say, I love you to both Christine and Mary? Yeah. And they're both like, oh, I didn't hear him. Okay. <laughs> they're not paying attention they're to They're not paying Cody attention says. to Cody. And, then, and they're like, oh, okay. And she made such a big deal out she of that. She made such a big deal. It's like, why don't you stop policing other people and shaming them for what? Do your doing? thing. You, just because you like to say it doesn't mean they want to say it. You know, he's saying it to Robin anyway. He's yeah. not saying it to all the other two. They're, but it's like, why are you? Why are? But this comes up again later on. But it's like, why do you care what these people are doing or not doing? You she's know? obsessed with looking like she's just superior. Yeah. She you know, is. she's like the church lady from Saturday yes. Night Live. Um, but then, okay, so then she kind of gets into this whole thing. And she says, people don't understand about this lifestyle. She assumes that they have, that that she, these other sister wives, have low self-esteem because they're letting their husband, quote unquote, cheat on them. Um, but really, this whole, you know, religion, this whole thing is a girl party. It's all yeah, about God. the women and about the girls. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, uh, really financially hell no is it all about the girls financially when you know we just big quote in people magazine about gwen saying you know yeah my my mother's much you know my mother and janelle are m- better off financially now that they've left cody yeah and cody's worse off yeah he, he they have to move yeah so no, i mean that's Robin's, that's the thing that's she, insane robin is delusional yes she's straight up delusional and you know it makes me sick yeah that janelle and uh, Mary and Christine, they supported these two dum-dums yes. all these years. Yes. And now they're gone. They don't have their money. And God knows Cody won't work, you yeah. know, except for going, you know, selling Gun guns. Shows. And Robin has never worked. Yeah. And I have some gossip about that at the end. Okay. Well, well this is it, people. 5 a.m. Day of colonoscopy. <laughs> and you know what, Cody? Ask the most annoying question known to man. Are you hungry? It's like, oh, fuck you. you. I haven't eaten solid food (laughs) in 24 hours. You can just fuck right off. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yes, I'm hungry. (laughs) Of course I am. I hate it 
hate when people ask those stupid, stupid questions. Like, He's, you know, you're sick, you have a cold or something like, oh, you not feel good? It's like, <laughs> yes, of course I don't feel good. I hate people like that. <laughs> uh, and then the, the weirdest part about this is that, you know, they let Cody come in. Yeah, well, that well, was weird, too. Yeah, well, it, they let him come in at first when they were just taking her vitals or getting her ready, whatever. Then they then he goes back out. Well, then they they wheel her into the procedure room and they say, well, we'll let you know when you can come in. OK, so the first thing I notice in the procedure room is not a single person's wearing a mask, not mm. even the doctors. Oh, I didn't even notice and that. I just thought that was very weird because. Even before COVID, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was standard. The, the doctor, where I mean, I know they're not cutting you open or anything, but your body is there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's being opened. You know, it's like no, masks have been a standard in operating rooms I, yes, for uh, that's many, why, many, many, many. That's many, what many I thought. Now. Yeah, not a single person's wearing a mask, and this is also not, cannot be sanitary. They let Cody come in <laughs> yes. while the colonoscopy is being yes, performed. Yes, why? Why did he need to be there? Why did they let him? Yeah. Uh, that doctor, I mean, what, did, what is happening? What did they pay him to, for <laughs> all this? He's breaching medical yeah. ethics here left and right. I thought it was Weird. bizarre. That was bizarre. Maybe they just have different laws in Utah. <sighs> I don't know. That didn't seem sanitary. So, yeah, I didn't, I, you're, you, good, I, I didn't notice any of that. I did think it was very weird that Cody was coming in and at least like, he didn't have to scrub in, he didn't have to put stuff on, he didn't have to like stand behind a no, window. he just and, came and in. The other thing is, why, why does he need to be there? Can't you just walk out at the end and say, hey, we removed two yeah, polyps. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I removed two polyps. We're going to do this, this, and this. Exactly. I don't anyway. know. Anyway. But they did. They they saw two small polyps. So it's a good thing, Mary, you went. Yeah. Good job, and, Mary. Um, you survived. They will remove them. So now we're back to Robin's house. And then again, Robin says something super annoying, which is cooking is a very social event for women. Oh, fuck you. And if you have everybody in the kitchen, it can be a lot of fun. Mm. And then they and then Christine's making ambrosia salad, but Chris, but Robin think it's, thinks it's gross. I love ambrosia salad. I do too. It's so good and delicious. It's, Our grandma used to make that. It is so good. I don't, you know, I mean, it's of course not healthy for you. No, it's but it's cool marshmallows whip. Yeah, and cool, cool whip, whip and, and like fruit, pineapple, canned fruit, canned fruit <laughs> pineapple. I mean, anyway. Um, and then what, what Robin says is she's like, when Cody isn't around, Things are better because they can all focus on each other. The women can all focus on each other as opposed to when Cody is around, you know, and I think the thing is, this is my belief, is, is that Robin is able to, you know, she's thinks, be affectionate with him. Yeah. But I also think that I think a lot of this is Robin's stuff, right? I think this is Robin is able to focus on Cody and I think a lot of this is all in her head. I think that things are tense when he's around because they have to, I mean, she's basically telling us, right? They all have mm -hmm. to be more careful with their affections and their feelings. It's a challenge not to be jealous. They have to be, you know, and she's saying she has to be all more secure within herself. But I just feel like all of this stuff that she's saying, it's all in her own head. 
Like, this is all... She's made up so much right. of this stuff of, like... <clears throat> I feel like she's spending overtime thinking all of these things through mm-hmm. that the, the other three maybe aren't thinking through. I think that they've maybe worked a lot of this stuff out for themselves over the years that maybe she hasn't worked out. And so she's sort of working it out for herself. Mm-hmm. But, and I do think that I obviously think, cause she makes this comment about how she thinks they're all having lots of fun when they're in the big house and she's not there. And, um, and I can understand she probably feels a little left out mm-hmm. at times. And Christine says, you know, we're not, we're all doing our own thing. Right. You know, we're living our lives, but I, I don't know what this delusional thing is that Robin thinks is is happening for everybody. I don't know. I, I just think that she has for seven years thought and dreamed of polygamy. Oh, she wants to be the polygamy queen. Like, she's yeah. so in love with polygamy. Yeah. And she has, yeah, she has constructed in her mind the perfect polygamist family and the perfect relationship. And her, yeah, because everything she, her constant blathering, you know, mm-hmm. in these confessionals and stuff yeah it's just basically like rules Mm -hmm. she's got all these rules about polygamy and so talking about well in a polygamous uh family you do this in a polygamous family the wives do that i mean she has so many things Mm -hmm. and it's just it's exhausting yeah it's really exhausting and i think the other three have just tuned her out you know i think they just have learned to tune her out and and it was funny because when she's talking about how fun it is and they were talking about how fun how much fun they had at the grocery store janelle is just janelle's out janelle was not in on this fun. janelle was at work yeah okay it's supporting all these people and then in the confessional she's just sort of looking at them like oh i'm glad i wasn't there (laughs) janelle's like oh god i'm staying late at work how late are you guys when's the grocery store okay (laughs) Oh, well, I, I won't make it. Sorry. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. But just, yeah, I, I don't know. I think she probably has a lot of anxiety and all of these rules really help her manage her anxiety. Yeah. So now it's time for the big party. There's a lot of discussions around where the tables are going and yeah. they're like physically getting on the floor. And it's just like when you finally see the party, there are not a lot of people there. I'm sorry. Or they didn't shoot all the people. It was like they want to be on. Yeah. They each brought like one friend, basically. Well, and but I think maybe all of the kids were somewhere else. There was a kid's table because it was mm. mainly the adults and the whole thing. It was just like, God, there were there were. There were more discussions about where the table should go and yeah. how it should be than really there were people there to worry about. Yeah. And, you know, Cody, is he's such an unhelpful and just a complainy, whiny, bitchy person. <laughs> he's out. He's outside. You know, the all the wives are all trying to get everything set up and he's outside complaining that he has to shovel snow mm-hmm. off of the walkway so his guests can get in not fall oh that's right because they're doing it robin's house that's yeah right. and so he's shoveling stone he's like i thought the boys were gonna do this where are they it's like you know cody that's not helpful yeah nobody you else have is a here phone. you have a vo- you have a telephone and a voice also this is your party too yeah, you can contrib- you can contribute something to the party by uh, shoveling the snow because guess what you haven't contributed a goddamn thing otherwise. Yeah, the women have done all the shopping and the cooking and the decorating and the preparing. I mean, he's just ugh. Well, yeah, and Christine walks by and says, "Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, I forgot." It's just a little bit of like then Cody 
You have a phone. We see it in your stupid, right. stupid the little, pocket the little thing, dad, the little dad uh, pocket phone thing. Yeah, which is just the dumbest looking thing. I'm sorry, but that is like you see a man That's with that. So that is 1990s. like un- I'm sorry, but that is yeah. unfuckable. <laughs> I'm sorry. No woman completely. in the world has seen a man with a with what do you call those it's, things? I don't know. It's like a belt. Like it's like it's a like phone s- case you hook on your belt. Yeah, or, I don't know what the you name see a man is. with a phone case hooked on his belt, and you think. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so no woman is attracted to that. No. So anyway. Um, but yeah, you could whip that out and call someone. <laughs> or just do it yourself. It's almost finished. Yeah. It didn't seem that it, it bad. It wasn't that I don't know. much. We don't live in the snow. So I don't know how complicated that is. But I it didn't know. look that bad. I think it, he, he could have just kept his mouth shut. Just he, just did wants it. The, he just likes to hear himself talk. From yeah. two women that have a podcast. <laughs> Well, at least we're not like yelling at people, telling them what to do. Yeah, you could just turn this off. Right, exactly. Unlike Cody, you can just turn us (laughs) off. These poor women, they can't. They have no, to they listen. Have. Well, they have. They, they just. They, 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 season seventeen was Christine yes. slowly turning the volume yeah. down. Yeah. Like, we're just okay. We're just deleting <laughs> this podcast. It's out of our lives. Yes. So finally, we have the big party, and they didn't really show anything. All we see is like Janelle's coworker talking about kind of. Um, talking about like, oh, telling a story about like when the show premiered and everyone was like, oh, did you hear? And I think Janelle's co-workers got some secrets of his own. But <laughs> And then we see Robin's childhood friend say, oh, you know, yeah, we learned at the end of seventh grade. And I'm like, so this isn't really someone who recently found out. So this isn't. Yeah. This is someone who's been supporting you for a long <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly. Like, so you really haven't invited anyone new. That was all she could find. Yeah. She doesn't work out. She doesn't work. So she has no work friends. Yeah. And I mean, she's such a big polygamist. So, yeah. And then that's it. And then again, 6 a.m. We're back at the middle of the morning again. These two are back or the in. middle of the night. Yeah. We don't know. The colonoscopy report, you know, now we're going there and now it's, um, you know, she doesn't have cancer. It's all been removed. But if they hadn't been removed, she would have had cancer. Oh, boy. What a journey. It was a journey. It really was a journey. All right. So now, if just to get everyone up to speed of what's happened. So the holidays have happened. They picked a tree. They've told the teenagers, right? Mm -hmm. They've told... Have they told the middle... No. At the end of this, they're saying, we're going to have to tell the little kids. So after this, they then have that famous scene where they tell, like, poor Payton, where his face falls. Gabe and Garrison and Payton. Okay, so they they don't don't know. Okay, so only the teens Only the five oldest know. At this point. Okay. Yeah. So we're at episode nine, No Place for Home. And it starts with some really sad music. (laughs) Well, I love this. You know, the whole thing is so just the browns you know we're moving to las vegas in one and a half weeks (laughs) so the semester ends in utah in 10 days and then a week later it begins in las vegas so with a week and a half four kids i don't know how they pulled this off because okay they have to leave in a week and a half cody mary and robin go to las vegas to find a place to live Mm -hmm. and again delusional what you you think you're gonna show up in vegas and you're gonna find what are they, first cody thinks he's gonna find some you know uh mcmansion yeah you know that's big enough to hold everybody but of course it's, and they have no money i mean we'll right. get into that yeah. but they have right. zero money so they're going there to what they're gonna have to 
buy a couple of houses or rent a couple of, I mean, yeah, like you are not going to find, I don't know what you think you're going to find, but anyway, they go there. Um, Well, did you hear, I mean, Christine, the very first line was Christine's, which is, I don't think we should go. I don't think we should do this. And mm -hmm. she says, it will tear our family apart. (laughs) Well, and Cody says, I'm the leader. No one wants to do it, but someone needs to make a decision. Yeah. And we talked about this, I think, last week when you did all your research of were they really in danger, which is they were in danger of losing the show. Exactly. That was the true danger. They were in danger of. They could have stayed in Utah and probably been okay. Oh, yeah. Probably. Maybe he was a little anxious at times. I mean, I, I, you know, I think that, listen, I. I'm not Cody and I don't know what it's like to like maybe potentially be investigated to potentially go to prison or jail. But I think that truly if they had talked to a an attorney, they mm-hmm. probably got some advice from an attorney at this point. I think probably an attorney said to him, like, most likely nothing's going to happen. Don't worry. But I think, you know, it was the show. But you have to quit the show because you can't have a show about something that's against the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's forcing the the. Yeah. Police to do something. So, but what I wonder is if they told their ki- the, the teenagers the truth or if they told the teenagers, no, we have to leave because we're running, you know? Oh, I'm sure they made it sound like uh, they because, were in danger. Because the teenagers, when they would be on the couch, they would say stuff like, um, you know, we want to be able to stay together as a family and we don't want our dad to go to jail. Yeah. So this is what they've been told. We have to leave. Otherwise, our family is going to get split up and your dad's going to go to jail. Yeah. Now, I just wonder if they've been fed those, like, are they really, I don't know. Maybe they're not, they're not that good of actors. So anyway. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're off to Vegas and then, but the kids have put signs on the door that say, be positive Mm. all over. So the kids are, you know, they're stepping up now. I'm wondering if I'm, I don't know if I'm Garrison, Am I going to wonder, like, why are these be positive things everywhere? I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm Gabe. I'm a smart person. That was, that was weird. Yeah. But yeah. And then Logan says, you know, of course, Logan, the the, the most mature, you know, man of the house. He says, uh, you know, talking about polygamy, he says it's a lifestyle, not a crime. And that, you know, but they have to be strong about this because he said the little kids are looking up to us. Daddy Logan. Rising to the occasion, He's right. being it's the strongest member of this exactly. family, as always. As always. Good for you, Daddy Logan. <laughs> um, so, but in the meantime, Janelle, Robin, and Christine, they're supr- they are throwing Mary a surprise birthday party. And their friends, Corey and Jen, who are friends of Mary's, are throwing a 70s theme. Okay, so they're, they're going to help them because is it Corey who has like a... Uh, catering business that I did not write the name down. I don't even remember that. Oh, she's got a catering business. They're going to have chicken piccata. That's all I wrote down. (laughs) I was like, oh, that sounds good. And it's a 70s theme. So then we see Cody, Robin, and Mary. Robin's very busy in this episode. Cody, Robin, and Mary driving to Vegas. And this is where they're talking about how they want to have one big house where each... This is their fantasy. (laughs) One big house. Each wife has a wing. And so they call a realtor. And their own kitchen. And their own kitchen. And they call a realtor and they tell her what they needed. And you know what? Guess what, bro? <laughs> doesn't exist. It doesn't <laughs> exist, people. It does not exist. 
No, not in Nevada anyway. Not in Nevada. Not, not anywhere. In Vegas. You, not no. anywhere. They Mona, are surprised. Yes, Mona Reiki should have known yes. right then that these people were going to be a problem. <laughs> she, this woman has worked her yeah. ass off for this. I really want to know. I would love to meet Mona Reiki <laughs> and just find out from her has this helped your business? Like, because mm-hmm. if Mona, if Mona Reiki through all of this has helped like if her business like this helped me tremendously my business Mm -hmm. grew and got my name on the map i'm i'm thrilled for her but if she comes back and says you know what these people were pains in the ass it was (laughs) terrible and it really did nothing for my business i'm gonna be very upset because she worked very hard these people were you know as we go along and continue to recap these people were pains in the asses especially mary especially starting starting now starting now the demands that they have they're unrealistic demands so we meet robin's dad her stepdad yeah, they're so checking out the area. they're just kind of walking around these random neighborhoods. So, and this is not Vegas because they're like, oh, the strip's way out there. This is outside of Vegas. This well, is, I don't know Vegas I that not, well, except for the strip. I only know the Las Vegas strip. Yeah, that's it. I don't know how far away actual people live from the strip or mm-hmm. if that's considered Las Vegas proper. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's pretty sprawl, you know, big and sprawling. So, mm-hmm. you know, because there's not houses near <clears throat> the strip so yeah. i they always called it vegas yeah. i mean i think it is but you know they are they're they say mona is out looking for four individual homes for them no, they're on so they're but, they're boots on the ground looking she's in her office right she's in calls. her office but they are just randomly walking around these mm-hmm. and they're, they're like oh look at this wouldn't it be cool if we could have because they find two homes for sale in this cul-de-sac mm-hmm. and they're like oh wouldn't it be cool with the pool with yeah he, oh that's another thing cody said as a consolation to the kids for ruining their lives <laughs> he he would really <laughs> like them to have a pool yes so they find these two homes for sale in a cul-de-sac and um they are these the ones that they put some kind of an offer on? No, those were different ones. Oh, okay. These were. This is what gets them started. See, this is what gets them started on the site. We, we're seeing a germ of an idea. Oh, in their the mind. cul-de-sac idea. The cul-de-sac idea of like, oh, these are two houses next door to each other. They have a pool, and then it's this. Cul- then this comes around like, oh, four houses in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. What an idea! And I wrote down, what a dream, <laughs> huh? What an idea. But but. But it doesn't does it feel like a family? Could we do that? You know? Yeah. I don't know. And then they're back in Utah and we're at the party store looking for 70 themes items. Um Yeah, that's overpriced. Yeah, crapola. Crap. And then Christine says she doesn't feel right about leaving. She doesn't feel right about leaving the community. And Cody says we have to keep the family together. And then we're back in Vegas and Robin's talking oh, but about wait, the I love cul-de-sac. This, this was yeah. my favorite part. When they're after they finish shopping for all this stuff at the costume shop, Janelle is up at the cash oh, register. Yes, yes, I wrote paying this down. for it. And it's $195.57. And she says, for costumes? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, she does not want this party. Oh, they, no. they cannot afford two hundred dollars on I, costumes. I, I was I was just thinking, yeah, the whole time I'm thinking. This is this is all this crap that you're gonna like throw in a closet and yeah. it's just gonna haunt you until away. you throw it away eventually. Yeah. But the other thing I was thinking was there's there is no way Janelle approved this. She she 
basically she was like, TLC, you're going to reimburse me for this. And she, that's what she was just like, mm, TLC is going to give me this money back. So there you go. Mm. Janelle did not pay for that. Hands, I hope hand, not. No, there's no way Janelle would have okayed that. It just makes me that's so That's why mad. they were able to go oh, crazy. I guess. That's, I bet you anything, TLC, you have a $200 budget. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back in Las Vegas. So, yeah, they're back there. We go back to, they're back talking about like, yeah, we need to find a place. We need like 15, 16 bedrooms. <laughs> they're back to this. They're back to this idea. And they just can't get through their heads that anybody that wants a 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, even if you're Ben Affleck and J-Lo, they only have two kids each, two to three kids. Yeah. Like, they don't want a sprawling, you know, they don't need 15, 16 bedrooms. Nobody needs this many bedrooms. No, no, no house has this many bedrooms. Um, so, so, but then they find out that Mona says she has a, a, a financing lender guy. She has a developer, sorry, who has four houses together and would work on a, was it a lease? A to, lease option. A lease option. Um, but she said financing would be difficult. Um, and so this is, I think, this is really where all of this starts, this idea for homes together, mm -hmm. cul-de-sac. And so then Cody and Robin and Mary, they go check out the homes. And of course, then they go scale the walls to look around. And oh, yeah, they're trespassing yeah. all over people's so, property. I, I don't want to, I'm going to sound really snobby and mean, but those homes look sad. They, they really, were so ugly, and they were, especially inside. Yeah. I don't like they that. They really didn't, they I, didn't look, they didn't look good. No. And the inside, and then they, they went inside one of them. I don't know how, uh, I guess Mona let them in. Maybe these were the, one of the four homes and they're taking, Robin's taking videos. Cause she says, I have to do this for Christine. Cause she's a visual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's that those type of homes where there's kind of like, the wall the that this huge open high ceiling yeah. and there's like no real walls or separation mm -hmm. except for the actual bedrooms but everything else is just like a very open, open like loft style lot yeah like they're trying to emulate they're trying to emulate that new york that new york feeling of a loft style but, but those just, are really designed for single people. Yeah. Those, those lofts that you see, those are really designed for people who live alone. Right. And don't have kids running around yeah. making noise. Yeah. And they're just like, everything is just white and blank. and Yeah. Well, yeah. Everything angular. There's those stucco with those weird circle tiles. I don't know what you call them. Oh, like that, the terracotta that, Yeah, the tiles. terracotta tiles with the adobe. Mm -hmm. But in, what, even when they were standing along that ledge, which seems super dangerous to me, it's like the backyards. I thought they were going to walk out to these beautiful backyards. No, and it's I was just like, dirt. And, it's just dirt and like this small kind of like cookie cutter, you know, rectangle shape. Yeah. And then they're all these rectangle shapes. It's like little boxes, yeah. little houses, like little. I was like, oh, this is and just these little. And they're so excited but about the, all this. this is, and I'm just like, really? Because they've been living in poverty. Like yeah. this is this is the nicest thing. Yeah, this is the nicest house they've ever been in. Period. Yes. OK, there was one other thing that happens, but I do want to go. Hold on, because they're 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 cutting from this back and forth yeah, for to, the the, party to the party prep. planning. So I love this. Gabe, how old is Gabe at this point? Yeah, He's like 10. Eight, 10. So Christine sets up the disco ball and Gabe's like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're only moving it so that it's shining it's over half here. of the room. Gabe brilliantly moves the light and the disco ball lights up. And Christine's like, oh, my God. 
10 11 never forget people <laughs> gabe rescues the we party. love gabe yes so anyway we go back to the house robin's taking a video tour of the houses cody walks into a bedroom and he says angel sang to him oh, and he knew right in this moment he said my this was mine and christine's master not the proper grammar, by the way. No. This would have dro- driven our parents crazy if we said mine and Christine's master. <laughs> He's like, the angel sang, and I knew this was mine and Christine's master. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, God. Um, Delusional. You know, they, yeah, they, they were like, this is beautiful and new, and oh, and this great. And then Christine gets all excited. She sees the videos. I'm like, Christine, you think this is great? You, you flipped over this quickly? Okay. And then they're going to make an offer and Robin says they don't have a lot of money, but they have a lot of faith. Well, guess what, Robin? They it didn't takes, get it. <laughs> it takes money. It takes money to buy a house. Okay, so this is what I wanted you to explain to me because I think I, I understand it, but I couldn't explain it to anyone. They said they aren't. They're not going to be able to go with. They're not going to be able to be financed traditionally on mm-hmm. these homes. So, what does it mean to be fi- financed untraditionally? So that's like if you you buy a home from someone, and let's say you know they're going to sell it to you for $200,000 and you don't have to, they can just decide they could have you put no money down, some money down. It's up to them. They already Mm -hmm. own the house free and clear. You Mm -hmm. know, they have no mortgage. And so they can sell it to you for whatever they want and whatever terms you want. And so people who can't get a loan from a bank because of their Mm -hmm. credit score, they don't have 20% down, all that kind of stuff, have to do this owner financing. Mm. So that's called... So that's what they're doing. Yeah. So traditional financing is, yeah, you go through a bank, you have to put down 20%, you have to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are interest rates, you have to have good credit, all that kind of stuff. So a seller, um, they can take someone who doesn't have that kind of credit or that kind of money and they can say okay well here i'll sell it to you for this amount we'll amortize it they decide what interest rate because they're basically the bank they're loaning loaning you the money and you just pay it back and it's secured by a deed of trust which means that if you don't make the payments they foreclose Mm -hmm. and they take the house back so that's what they couldn't even get that Mm -hmm. which understandably i mean four houses like each one of those houses i mean i know it's like las vegas but let's just say they're each like three hundred thousand. okay i don't know this is 250 so this this was actually this is technically the new year 2011 2011 so and this is where what we're in the what third year of the financial crash right from 2008 oh, yeah, las vegas was hit and it was hit super hard. hard because a lot of these developers you know vegas was one of the places that people were yeah. flocking to because it had so much land it was cheap yeah. it was a place that people wanted to go and move to um so this developer was probably desperate to un- offload a um, lot of these places exactly so yeah let's just but let's just say uh hypothetically so let's say hypothetically if they Sorry, had four, four houses four houses let's say they're 250 each that's okay. a million bucks yes yeah. okay these people they for, they don't have jobs that you know what i'm saying well Co- janelle has a job right but she's leaving that job to move to las vegas that is true mary has no job Robin Cody, has Cody, no job. Well, but we Cody don't have to love, leave his job too. To we don't even know what Cody's job was. I bet you he quit it the minute mm-hmm. that they got the show. Do you think that the, his father could co-sign? Could his father co-sign because he has that ranch? <sighs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. He, Is that, that ranch worth anything? Yeah, I don't think that a that a uh, seller of those houses really 
care that what, what yeah what they're going to go foreclose on a ranch in wyoming it's too complicated okay because if because he that's what their remedy would be you know mm-hmm. they'd have to go after that person's assets that's too okay. difficult so okay i don't that's a, again i'm surprised mona even made the offer she's probably thinking to herself this is stupid they're not going to get it mm-hmm. but she has to like yeah right play up. the game and go through with it they they i don't blame the person for not wanting to sell that's a huge risk mm-hmm. but they thought that they could do it and yeah and the homes that they ended up um building you know in their cul-de-sac mm-hmm. i think they were around like their mortgages uh, they, they were around four hundred and twenty thousand each that they ended up built that, that they their, built yeah yeah their, their okay homes. so they were cus- those were custom built homes mm-hmm. and um yeah, but, but 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 by then the show had been on and they could show some income. And, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, at yeah. this point the show's only yeah. I mean, it had been the, on the first one season, season and it was you know seven episodes or something. I mean, yeah. they, and they had nothing. Yeah. So so yeah. It's, Oy, yeah they, so it's a week before yeah. they're supposed to be moving there, and oh. they um yes. don't have anything. So then finally, uh, Robin texts that's 15 minutes out. This is the scene, you know, there's this very famous, this is the episode where this has a very famous scene mm-hmm. where they show Robin. So so all of the kids are getting ready. All the kids are wearing all their 70s gear and everyone's like hiding and shh, you know, and they're turning, you know, making lights look like, you know, it's just a normal night. And then we see the scene where Mary's out front. She's walking up. And Robin's behind, and Robin's kids. Right, I noticed with that the other kids, and which is weird. But this is a fa- famous scene because a dog comes walking up, and Robin. People will grab this all the time oh, and I put know. it on Facebook because it looks like Robin's kicking the dog. Uh-huh. I'm like Robin's a dog kicking the dog. <laughs> an animal. animal hater. And listen, I am an animal lover. I have two dogs, Rocco and Biscuit, that I love. No, oh my god, I said oh. Rocco, my first pug, Biscuit and Chaba. I'll put it on our, I'll put some pictures on our <laughs> yes. thing because I'm just dying to put some pictures Lot of my dogs. Lots of pug pictures. Lots of pug pictures. But honestly, she, I think she was just blocking the dog yeah. from not coming up to, to Brianna because honestly, to, Brianna cries about everything. Right. Okay? She doesn't want the dog jumping yeah. on Brianna. But that's the very famous scene yeah. from that. Anyway, she's coming there and she walks in. But I thought that was so weird. Why not let your kids be there? Because all the kids are having so much she fun did dressing s- up the kids. She did the same thing when they went on their honeymoon. She yeah. had her kids stay with her mother. Yes. I bet you anything the kids were staying with her mother. But this is a she doesn't even understand. trust. She doesn't trust them. You know, she's, she wants to be this close sister wives yes. she this woman has never trusted the other wives to take care of her kids ever and remember when christine can i don't know what yes. season it is yes. but it's a later like, season what does the nanny do Christ- right well, well there's that but even before that like there's um a season somewhere in the middle of the series where christine confronts robin mm-hmm. about this and she told her she said you know it really hurt my feelings when you got a nanny because um you know i could have taken care of your kids but you don't trust me to take care of your kids mm-hmm. and robin just looks shocked she's like oh my god seriously are you gonna do this and she's like yeah Mm-hmm. So 
Yes, she has always had, remember her niece lived with them. She has mm-hmm. always had a nanny or someone yes. else. She doesn't even trust these women to care for her children. And so, she said that this was the reason she wanted sister wives. So that's the part I don't, but I don't understand. So why are you, so why are you here? Why are you here? Like then, so you want to cook with these women. This is good, but you don't want them to care for your children, but you want to be together with them. She wants, So what do you want? I don't know what she wants. She wants to pick and choose. I guess you know, so. Which things she likes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and so this, Mary's very surprised. They're shocked that they were able to surprise Mary. It's great. They all have to wear their disco clothes. Isn't that great? They're having a wonderful time. And, of course, they didn't get the houses. Oh, shock, shocking. Shock. And that was the end of the episode. All right. So, Brooke's uh, got a little yeah. bit of gossip. Oh, but you you forgot to uh, say... What did I forget to say? Cody cries. Oh, that's right. Cody cries because he's persecuted. Because he's, he's yeah. Jesus. Because, you know... I don't know. What did he say again? There was something, so, something about how he's he was talking about how Christine's grandfather, that story always yeah. really got to him because his wives all had to move to different states and they never got back together. And anyway, and then they say, now we have to tell the little kids. Yes. Yes. So I guess this is what we have to do next week. OK, so let's see. I have a few things I wrote down. So, um, yeah, you know, I keep seeing all of these, you know, headlines but no details about how uh cody and robin are moving back to las vegas oh okay um but it's so far it's just a bunch of speculation there's Mm -hmm. although they were spotted in las vegas twice they've been spotted in vegas a lot yeah keep spotting them there yeah so maybe there's something to that i don't know um and then gwen's youtube she she was watching the season 17 tell all thing and when that com when cody made that comment about how um nothing scares him except poverty mm-hmm. she she stopped and she had like a longer comment on that and she said you know she said i don't understand why you would fear something that you've already been through mm. <laughs> she says um you know i lived in poverty the first eight years of my life oh wow yeah. And she says, you know, that he basically grew up in poverty. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, they all lived in poverty till they got that show. Yeah. And she said it hurt her feelings that his biggest fear is not, you know, something like losing one of his kids or mm-hmm. not being able to see them or be with them. Mm-hmm. But poverty. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's the money. He just does everything for the money. Um, And then there's this. There's this woman on TikTok. Her handle is history and 60. And she has really good um, sister wives um, content. But she was talking about. um, I thought this was interesting about Robin coming into the family. And she has this. I guess this is her theory Mm -hmm. is that, you know, Christine was asking Cody for help, you know, when she was before true truly was born remember she was working at night or, yeah yeah you know working part-time and she needed help you know he, she wanted him to come and help get the kids put in bed and when he said no and so aspen had to do it um so you know christine was asking him for help but C- cody doesn't want to help raise kids he just wants to have them yeah and um so you know she, when she asked for help she meant 
that she wanted Cody to help, but he just got a new wife instead. Yeah. And she said that Robin was b- brought in as a replacement for Christine. You know, to be like, supposedly to be um, the caregiver, I guess, to help with Christine's kids. And that, you know, that mm. that's why she never worked. Like, Cody didn't want her to work. He wanted okay. her to... He wanted her to help out with the kids, which she never really did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that backfired but i think it was because he ended up really falling in love with her and she said that you remember she even did robin did that thing where she took a picture of cody and christine and their kids and then she took she took uh christine out of it and put her kids into it yes yes you know and had that weird picture commissioned yeah um yeah and she was also talking about how um she thinks that Robin's first house in St. George was paid for by TLC because she said that house was too clean for like three kids to be living there for year, many years. Yeah, no, it looked like a cookie cutter kind of, you know what I mean? It looked like yeah. a rented studio. I think that she was, you... I think she was like living in a trailer before yeah, that. Cause she was, I mean, listen, I don't think she went to college. I mean, I think she was a single woman with three kids and I don't think she had any money. no, I and think I think she, she was struggling for every dollar. Yeah. So they probably moved her into that house. And she said that, you know, the reason why they didn't move her straight to Lehigh really was because um, Cody liked having his private time with yeah, her. Yeah, sure and he did. she said that there was no way he was staying in a hotel because they were broke. They couldn't mm-hmm. even afford groceries. And in fact, there was one time Christine made the comment that, Cody didn't even have gas money to go see Robin. Mm-hmm. And Christine's like, well, then you shouldn't go. But of course, somehow he found the gas money. Yeah. Probably from TLC. Well, then where did Cody stay? With Robin. Where? In her bedroom, I guess. They wait for the kids to go to bed and then they just like. Okay. But then we just watched that honeymoon special. They were very clear with us. Well, that... Okay. You, do you believe that? I don't know. I don't know what to believe. They're all over the place with this shit. I don't, I don't believe that they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. Okay. There's no way he was going to see her for like six months. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So she was saying she thinks, and we talked about this too, that TLC had to have paid for her move and, oh, yeah. and that house that she moved into. And in, the honeymoon and all in this Lehigh. Other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these people are just broke, broke, broke. Um, yeah. And like, you know, when they, yeah, Robin was just, it was crazy. They had no money and they brought in like more people to support. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Janelle was really clear when they moved to Vegas. I mean, there's a scene when, when they first moved to Vegas and they have to move into that rental house. Janelle is pissed. Oh, God, yeah. She Janelle is, is livid. depressed and livid. Oh, this is all coming up. This, this is, is coming up next weeks. week. Yeah. And she was crying, saying, I don't know how we're going to do this. She's mm-hmm. literally worried about, you like, buying food for yes, everybody. Yes, yes. And um, so, yeah, so Cody, funny how Robin never managed to get a job. And then she got pregnant. Literally, like, the they must have banged in that rental house. Yeah. She was pregnant the first week. Yep. Yep. I mean, the timeline here is, like... They moved to Las Vegas in January of 2011. Solomon mm-hmm. was born in October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. But, um, oh, and here's another thing. She had a lot of good money um, scoops. 
um, she she said Cody will always make it seem like he bought something when TLC really mm-hmm. bought it. And she said for Tony and McKelty's wedding um, that TLC paid for half and Tony paid for the other half oh. from his savings. Ooh, okay, yeah, interesting. But but it but it looked like. Cody paid for her. Yeah, they made it look like, and they and it, they also edited it to make it look like, um, like Tony didn't have any money because he he this was a joke. He was making a joke. I don't know if you remember this, but you know Cody was telling him you need to put the wedding off because uh, Maddie was getting married mm-hmm. right before that. See, and- I don't think I've gotten to a lot of this. So I was doing. I was doing a rewatch, and then when we started to do this, I stopped doing my own independent rewatch. Oh, so, okay. So here, podcast listeners, we're going to get to a point where it's all going to be happening to me for the first time, <laughs> and that'll and then, be that'll and, be and good. that'll be life changing for all yeah. of us involved. <laughs> well, hope, yeah, hopefully this isn't this isn't too much of a spoiler, but okay. bas- basically, I, I, nothing's a spoiler. So yeah. Go ahead. So Maddie was engaged and yes. she had set her wedding date mm-hmm. and then McKelty gets engaged yes and McKelty wanted to have her wedding a few months later mm-hmm. and Cody was telling her to, that she needed to put it off because he needed more time to be able to pay for it yes. which turned out to be a lie and so um they did this couch interview with with Tony and McKelty and he was he said this jokingly but they made it look like he was serious. And he said, well, there's lots of ways you can pay for a um, wedding. He's like, you just get a second mortgage on your house or a home equity mortgage on your house or something like that. And that made it look like he seems kind of ungrateful and whatever. But actually, he was referring to something that Mary had actually asked her parents to do that because she wanted to have <clears throat> like a big bigger more lavish wedding so there's this family story that's been told to tony that yeah like when when cody and mary got married she wanted to have like a a bigger wedding totally can't you believe that they probably both wanted to have a a nicer wedding so she probably said to her parents well why don't you just take out a Mm -hmm. home equity mortgage but yeah cody has not paid a dime for any of these weddings um so yeah wow it's yeah the the i ugh. i would really i'm very curious about <clears throat> who cody was before all of this because what's so fascinating about this show and how it all started and where they are now is that <clears throat> cody you know Cody has had to keep so many lies going Mm -hmm. for so long because what happened was that he, he had this religion that he firmly, you know, his whole world was surrounded by. He gets the show that supports this religion that he is so fundamentally, you know, you know, believes in. Then, you know, part of the show, who knows if the Robin, if Robin, who knows if TLC came first or Robin mm-hmm. came first or how, if it all came together and it, right. it made that. But he meets this woman who he falls in love with that fundamentally goes against <laughs> what the show is and yeah. what he has to preach. So, the entire time he has to pretend that what is happening for him going on isn't really real. Yeah. And the one person that is so pro polygamist is the one that you've fallen so in love with. So she's kind of like, that's the part about Robin. I don't quite understand is that 
are you so pro polygamist and you want this, but are you, you know, how do you see Cody? Do you, do you want, do you love Cody? Love, 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 but you only love him in this polygamous way? Or do you want a monogamist marriage, but you just right. want all of us to see the, the, you're just this wonderful polygamist. Right. And that this weird thing and that someone who has lived in poverty your whole life and money's always been an issue here, you now have all this money and um and you've had to make all these decisions that now go against your you know what you really want to keep the money going but the money is really also what you want do you know what i mean it's so layered it is it really is and and yeah and and then throw in there that robin really she says she likes sister wise but she she really doesn't yeah you know, I mean, yeah, it's Cause her actions don't meet her it, words. Exactly. It's that's, quite, it's, that's the thing. Yeah. With both of them. And it's quite a facade. Yeah. It, so it, it is. And it's, it's this thing of like, well, yeah. So if you, if you actually authentically be yourself, yeah. you lose the thing that keeps everything going and the money that you desperately want or need and and you also have to backtrack on this religion that you've mm-hmm. been shoving down our throats you yeah. know this entire time and you have to admit that maybe you might be wrong yeah well and that's why the unraveling of this family is so <clears throat> fascinating is because for 10 years 12 years whatever it was they did they shoved it down our fucking throats mm-hmm. about how wonderful this all is yeah how great their family was and how great polygamy was. And, uh, and now we're just all like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just all of these things coming out and the fact that they're, excuse me, the fact that their children are now adults and can speak for themselves themselves. and say, well, come on. No, that was really this, or this was really this. And, and just seeing, you know, the fact that they up, you know, can you imagine finishing out a semester in one state and then having to go to another state and then finishing and starting a new they, school? They did this to their children twice. Yeah, I mean, it's they, unreal. They uprooted the... He chose money over his children in a major way mm-hmm. twice yeah. and disrupted their lives. Uh, yeah, money is, is more important to him than anything. Yeah, and they have. And many, many times... They have gone, even Janelle and Christine, whom I love both of them, but they've gone on and done this whole defending Cody oh, yeah. and all the children and all of this stuff. And they show us like, hey, we we provide for our children. It's like, well, no, if your children today are saying they're living in poverty, mm-hmm. you are not providing for them. Yeah, no, they're complicit you, in this yeah, lie, you, too. You, the basics of having a child, providing for them is, yes, you maybe don't have to pay for a college education. No, you don't have to get them a car. Maybe they don't have mm-hmm. to have the best shoes or any of that kind of stuff. But you have to provide, you know, food, medical care, medical care, dentist, education. education. Yeah, they were homeschooling them or sending them to those polygamy schools. But you're right. Medical care is a huge one. Yeah. And medical you know what? Care. Guess what? If you're that much in poverty, there are programs where you can get your kids in. In, the, in America, believe it or not, you Actually, no child should go without health insurance because there mm-hmm. are programs to cover all children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's a thing with Cody. He's too proud. But but I did hear that uh, Christine was a Christine. Like, yeah, at one point was receiving welfare benefits, mm-hmm. which makes me think that's why I think the birth certificate thing is true, that he's not on the birth certificates. And I think Gwen had tried to say that they were all on the 
that Cody was on all of their birth certificates. But how does she know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, believe that I, at all. I think that's something, some lie that someone that's, told. They told been... them that and she's choosing to believe it and she's not going to go down and look it up, you know, look up the records or whatever. But yeah, there's but, no reason why any child should not have health insurance. You and, can get it for free in this country. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that they keep pointing to themselves of showing like, look, see, we're this traditional fam, you know, we're this family and we're not, our kids are not in these long dresses and the weird hairstyles. Right. We're just like you. <laughs> we're just like you and Cody is providing for us. But it's like, well, no, because you're telling us that your kids aren't, you know, having pizza because it's so expensive. And the only way you're having pizza is because you're on this TV show. Mm -hmm. Right. So come, you know, it's no. You're not, yeah. you're not providing for your kids. I think that if, you know, maybe, I don't know, those dogger people, I mean, I think he maybe is, if, if he wants to come and argue his case, I'll hear him out, maybe. I still don't think it's a great, it's not a great religion for women. It really no, isn't. It's very it oppressive. Isn't. It's very, very oppressive. And I just don't think it's. And it's, all, and it's not, it's, let's just look at the brown children. None of them liked yeah. it. You know, it, they. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure that they love their siblings. They're yes. glad that they have them and whatever. But I don't think their childhoods look like much of a cakewalk. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think it's a lot. Anyway. <sighs> all right. Well, wow. let's wrap this sucker up. Oof. That's a <laughs> lot. All right. Well, we will be, we are covering Love is Blind episodes, whatever came oh, out like on Friday. 9, 10, and 11. It. Where are my notes? 9, 10, and 11. 9, 7, 11. You just said it. God, my notes are all screwed up now. Um, 9, 10, and 11 on Thursday. If you like this podcast, please give us a five-star review and write a few kind words. We really do appreciate it, and it helps us out. And if you um, enjoy us, please subscribe. We love the downloads, and we appreciate it. And we are on social media. Um, and we are going to, you know, get on there. I'm going to put some pictures of my dogs, whether you like them or not. <laughs> we got to get, get some thousands of them. It's the only <laughs> pictures I take. Some pictures of us, yeah, maybe. Maybe. We're going to put some pictures of us, maybe some memes, you know, who knows what we're going to do. But we're on social media. We're on Instagram at Pop and TikTok on, at Pop and anything else we need to tell them besides um, those things. Not I that I can so. think of. All right, and then we'll be back next Tuesday with uh, just continuing on to uh, we'll be seeing the, the, the uh, breaking the news. Yes, breaking the Lots news. Lots of tears. Yes. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.